0: Hey guys, welcome back to Sports 101 with Evan Latimer. Today we have a few big topics to talk about. First up, we have Thursday night football. The Cowboys against the Saints. The Cowboys really need this game, as they have lost the past two games. One to the Chiefs, which was not a bad loss. Although they did get beat by 10 points, which isn't terrible considering it's the Chiefs. The Chiefs have really stepped it up the past few games. They started to look more like the Chiefs. The other loss was to the Raiders, who who beat the Cowboys in overtime by a field goal. The Saints are looking to rebound from a four-game losing streak, which consists of the Saints playing the Bills, Eagles, Titans, and Falcons. The Saints desperately need a win, and they made a change at QB for this week's game against the Cowboys. Taysom Hill will be the starting QB, while Trevor Simeon will be the backup. I think that was a good move because Trevor Simeon he's he's alright but I think Taysom Hill's just the better athlete and the better QB in general. I think the Saints are going to be hungry looking for the win as they desperately need it. However, I think Dallas will get the win though because they're the better team. And I think the score prediction for this game is 24 to 13 Dallas. All right, the next topic on my list today is The Louisville Cardinals facing the Michigan State Spartans in college basketball. This was Chris Mack's first game back after he had served the six-game suspension. In his first game back, he had to face a ranked Michigan State team. Although Michigan State is not ranked that high, they are still a ranked team and a tough team to beat, especially on your first day back to coaching and at their home stadium. Or Breslin Stadium. The best player of the game for Louisville was L. Ellis, who was a bench player. He was a Juco player and committed to Louisville. Ellis had 22 points off the bench, while he went from 8 of 12 from the field and 4 of 7 on three point attempts, while 2 of 2 from the free throw line. This was an outstanding performance from Ellis, who almost single handedly brought back Louisville from a 20 point deficit. If the shooters from Louisville's team The so-called shooters, Matt Cross and Noah Locke, shot better than 1 of 14 from 3. We would have had a better chance to win this game, and I think we we might have actually won this game. As Michigan State had some sloppy plays and turnovers, and they just couldn't seem to hang on to the lead for long, but they did manage to. Michigan State's best player of the game was Malik Hall, who had 15 points, 6 of 8 from the field, while hitting 3-3 three three from deep. The final score of the game was 73-64, to so a nine-point Michigan State win. Like I said, if Noah Locke and Matt Cross had been shooting like they were supposed to, I don't think that Michigan State would have won the game. I think the outcome of the game would have been different. But overall, Michigan State won a close one, so props to them. Shout-out to my man, Birchfield as he was probably very excited for this win because we've been talking about this game for a while now. I still think Louisville played a pretty good game though. And I think we have a chance to beat them in the future. For the next topic, we have my other basketball team, the Utah Jazz. They played the Portland Trailblazers. We haven't played since Monday night, but I haven't discussed my thoughts on the game yet. I think the Jazz played a great game as the best player of that game was Donovan Mitchell from both sides. He is my favorite player as he played for Louisville in college and then went to the NBA and has been an outstanding player. He had 30 points on 12 of 20 from the field. And had six, uh, no he had five assists and two rebounds on the night, my bad. The Jazz also had help from two other key contributors. The reigning NBA Sixth Man of the Year, Jordan Clarkson. He shot 7 of 15 from the field with 6 rebounds and 3 assists. The other big key contributor of the game was the three-time Defensive Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert. He tallied 21 points while shooting 9 of 11 from the field with 16 rebounds and 3 assists and also one block. The Jazz held Damian Lillard to only 11 points as he was not the best player for the Blazers that night. However, the best player of the night for the Blazers was, I'm sorry if I say this wrong because his name's a little weird, Jouzef Nurkic. As he shot 9 of 13 from the field and had 24 points while having 10 rebounds and 3 assists, he played a pretty good game but it didn't match up to Donovan Mitchell's game. Donovan Mitchell was definitely the best player on the field. I mean, I'm sorry, on the court that night. He just played outstanding and an amazing game defensively and offensively. And he easily was the best player on the court that night, no questions asked. The Jazz played a great game against the Troll Blazers as they won 129 to 107, which is a 22-point Jazz win, pretty solid if you ask me. Now, next, we have tomorrow night, the Jazz are back in action since, for the first game since Monday night. They play the Boston Celtics. Now, my thoughts on the Boston Celtics are not really good. The Boston Celtics are a meh team. They're alright. The record is 12-10. and 10. And they play in the Eastern Conference. They're the, currently the 8th seed. The Jazz, they've lost some pre- pretty games. My bad, I said that wrong. The Jazz have lost some bad games. Teams that they should have beat. They played sloppy games. So their current record is 14-7. We should definitely have a better record than that. But we don't. So we have to continue to improve and get get better on the season. The Jazz are coming off a two-game win streak as we beat the Pelicans and the Trailblazers. We got revenge from the Pelicans the game before as we played them. They beat us in, like, the last minute of the game with a shot, and we couldn't come back from that. The Jazz will be hungry for the third straight win, and they play at home at Vivint Arena. Which puts even more fuel on the tank for the Jazz. I think the Jazz will be very hungry and have a very good team effort to try to get the win for this game. The Celtics will look to come into Vivint Arena and get the third straight win. However, I think the Jazz are the better team here. And I think the Jazz will win this game with the home corner advantage. And they just have the overall better team. You look at the Celtics, you got Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart. And I cannot, for some reason, remember the name of the other good player on their team. Let me check it real quick. I'm sorry for the delay. I'm going to look up his name because I cannot remember it for some reason. He's pretty good, a young player. I think it's Jalen Brown, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm checking to make sure. It is Jalen Brown, I was correct. He's a pretty good player. He's going to be an all-star in the future, I think. Pretty good young player. You look at the Jazz, you have good players overall. You have Rudy Gobert, three-time defensive player of the year. Donovan Mitchell, a rising young star that I think will be MVP one day. And definitely good throughout the rest of his career. I think he'll be a solid player. Throughout his career, you got the reigning six-man of the year. Jordan Clarkson's, he's Jordan Clarkson. He's pretty good, as you can tell. The reigning six-man of the year, bench player, very good, solid bench player. Though probably the best in the league, in my opinion. Mike Conley, great guard, great defensive player, just a great overall player. But the Jazz also have a. Uh, Bulion Bogdanovich, who is a shooter, he can shoot and play defense, and he's just a solid overall player, for sure. Then they also have Joe Ingles. He's a little older, a little slower, but he is a veteran and a good shooter. The Celtics they also have Al Horford. I remember watching him play for a while. He's a pretty good center. Oh yeah, and the Celtics also now have Dennis Schroeder, who rejected a big contract and is just not the player that he used to be. If you listen to the countdown with Ian Farmer, you'll find a segment in one of his episodes, but he starts roasting Dennis Schroeder for not accepting that offer. Next up is my score prediction for the Jazz game. I think the Jazz will win the game 115-96. to as they just had the better overall roster in general. And my last and final topic is the Steelers' previous game against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Steelers did not have a great game at all, as they lost 41-10 to against the Cincinnati Bengals. Ben Roethlisberger had two picks and one TD. He did not play a good game at all. Terrible game for him. He threw for exactly 263 yards on 24 of 41 passing attempts. Terrible completion percentage. Barely over 50%. Najee Harris didn't have a good game either. The O-line didn't hold well for him as he had eight carries for 23 yards, which is a 2.9 rushing average. Deontay Johnson had a pretty solid game as he usually does. Nine receptions for 95 yards. Or ten point six receiving yard average. Chase Claypool had a good game. Three receptions, eighty-two yards, or twenty-seven point three yard average. That's a pretty solid game from him. Stillers defense played terrible, as you can tell the Bengals put up forty one points. Such a shame to say that such a shame. Now on the Bengals side, Joe Burrow completed 20 of 24 passes for 190 yards and one touchdown and one interception. Pretty good game from Joe Burrow, although he could have played better. Joe Mixon just ran over our defense. He was the main one of the main reasons that we took a fat ill. Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon had 28 carries for 165 yards a 5.9. Yard rushing average, which isn't too high, but that's pretty good for a running back. Pretty solid. He had two touchdowns awesome. T. Higgins, six receptions for 114 yards and 19-yard receiving average and one touchdown. Jamar Chase didn't have as good as a game as the first time he played against the Steelers. He only had three receptions this time for 39 yards, which is a 13-yard receiving average. Mike Hilton. Would I like to talk about him? No, he is a traitor. He picked the Bengals in free agency. Yes, he did make a money decision, a business decision, to go to the Bengals. He turned down the Steelers' offer and went to the Bengals. This was a terrible decision, in my opinion, as he went from one of the best and most solid organizations. Two are just a bad organization overall. Yes, they are good this season. They have been doing their thing. But, you know, if you're on an AFC North team, you usually don't go to another AFC North team in free agency. You'll usually get the whole fan base of your team from the AFC North hating you. Just as in my case, I'm a big Steelers fan. I've loved the Steelers all my life ever since I was little. Once I found out he picked the Bengals in free agency, my heart was absolutely crushed. I did not know what to think. He had one pick in the game against the Steelers where he picked off Ben Roethlisberger for a pick six and then he rubbed it in his face. Terrible man. Terrible man. Eli Apple, the former Saint, he also had one interception on the game, which there was both the Ben's picks. Next week, the Steelers play the Ravens. I cannot wait to see what we do in this game. Hopefully we can get a win. But overall, I think the Ravens are definitely the better team. The Steelers' playoff chances are slowly fading away as we didn't have much overall in general as we have the hardest schedule in the league and a terrible O-line still rebuilding. Ben Roethlisberger's getting old. Who knows, he may go to into retirement, which I think he will. Overall, the Steelers are going to need to rebuild. I hate to say that because we've been a solid team for the past few years. But I think it's time to rebuild for us. With that being said, I hope you all enjoy listening to the episode today. Make sure to check out every new episode when I upload them for amazing content for you guys. And if you haven't already, check out my good friend Ian Farmer's podcast, The Countdown with Ian Farmer, for some amazing sports insight. I highly recommend it. With that being said, that concludes today's episode. I will see you guys in the next one. Peace.